don't know how long we're gonna let the intro music ride today because um not as smooth as max there you go that's a shout out for max i was gonna start with the what is up what is good not the angels and i feel kind of bad because (laughs) i still watch the fucking games and we still go through it together as a squad as a fan base as a family but uh we're back ltbu episode 16 in the lab you heard that voice as raymond john torres familiar voice friend of the pod um, he was on last week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We got a lot of positive feedback from from people, for my guy Raymond. Thank you so much, guys. That was very nice getting those texts. I appreciate y'all. We did get a lot of um, you guys didn't start baseball until like 48 minutes in, so we're going to try to correct that today. <laughs> yeah, but, what did Max say? You guys, you guys talking about strawberries for yeah, 45 minutes? Fucking clown. <laughs> like, uh, still no Max. However, he will, I promise, be back next week. He's still recovering from his very intrusive ACL surgery. Uh, if you haven't seen his 9 million tweets about his surgery on Twitter, probably go check that out. He was somehow on baseball is dead, though, and can't make it to this. So, That's weird, dude. I mean, I don't know, priorities. But <laughs> we are here at a clean 60 and 62 record for your Halos. Um, fuck, it's, I, I mean, dude, I don't know what to say at this point. As a fan, as a fan, it's tough, obviously, you know, tough. as a as a lifelong fan, you watch the games, you expect to go out and win. You expect to at least be competitive, right? As a podcaster, as someone that hosts, co-hosts an Angels podcast, it's very, very difficult to get like go get up, go out there, spread the word about a podcast Correct. about a losing team. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we've done this three years in a row now. Um Maybe four, so like 2020, 2021, so like this is technically the fourth time we've done it, but it's been three years. Is this the latest point in the season, in the history of the pod, where you've begun to lose hope a little bit? That's a good question. I think, I haven't looked, statistically, this might be the closest we've been this late. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Yeah, I think um, we have definitely been in worse situations earlier, I would say. Like last year, we we had that 14 games. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Last year was tough. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's even more disappointing. So I'm looking at it right now. The current playoff odds as they sit, 0.8%. Oh, whoa. (laughs) It feels insane even saying that. Like it's, it's just such a kick in the nuts. Like it's... For number one, not only like this being the year, like you guys don't do something, you don't make some noise, make some moves, like Shohei's out of here. For this being that year, and then also like you think of where we were at June first, or like or like June. I, I don't remember exactly when, but like there was a point where I have text to my people, like my cousin, like the people that I talk angels ball to. Yo, this team feels different. Like yeah. This it team, did. It, it did feel it different for a while. Yeah, we're like, so fuck like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, this team feels different. This feels like this could be the year, like, our starting pitching. This starting pitching was supposed to be our fucking strong suit, and it's just been the, the biggest fucking punch in the nuts. So, I don't know. It, it just really feels like it's a, it's like a fever dream, you know? It's like you go to sleep, and you wake up, and you're like, damn, at least we have Shohei. And then you're like, oh, well. At least we have Shohei on At a fucking sub-500 team. Like, yeah. it's it's tough. So, I mean, I do want to get your thoughts on kind of, like, how you stay 
interested. And I'm going to be honest, I'm the first one to say it has been hard to watch the games lately. The past six have been fucking tough. So, like, at that Friday morning that the pod dropped, uh, we went to Houston and obviously got fucking smoked Laced twice in a row. Two, yeah. So, as a fan, <clears throat> and I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, too, you sit there. They they like they tweet like like you can't sit here and say this team is like a serious team you know like you go out and read I, I did a tweet because we'll get to it but Reed looked incredible yesterday so this is gonna come out Friday so Reed looked incredible on Wednesday mm-hmm. takes a no no into like the seventh or something Sick. right yes that same guy got shelled for seven runs like five days prior so i did a tweet i was like there's no you can't tell me this is the same guy that pitched yeah. five days ago against like arguably a better lineup in texas you know like mm-hmm. texas and houston comparable on paper they're gonna they're probably gonna scrap for the the division like up until the very end mm-hmm. but for that to happen on on our watch against the same pitcher like this guy and this guy has had i don't want to say un unreachable expectations but like he's definitely had the pressure of angels twitter angels i mean like he was a first round pick you know and we've seen first round pick stuff we've seen oh shit that's reed that's the guy through the no-no you know like that's the guy that's the guy that strikes out his ah, fuck dude there's so many things with him like so he strikes out if i'm gonna look at her now i'm pretty sure uh, obviously next to otani but like he strikes out the most batters, like per nine innings, right behind Otani, uh, as like from the starters. But because it's a bunch of relievers, uh, yeah. So it's Shohei at eleven point four, and then it's Reed at ten point six Ks per nine, he's which is like right behind. He's literally like, yeah. right behind Otani. So that just seeing that is like okay, this guy clearly he's got the stuff. You know, strikes out batters like left and right. And then you get this fucking, you get this tweet, or like, I forgot exactly who tweeted it, but you get this, like, news breaking that Matt Weiss or whoever was in charge at the moment was like, yo, we got to turn this guy into a, or we got to get him to pitch to contact a little bit more. And then he goes out there, pitches to contact, gets fucking smoked against Houston. And you're just like, brother. If Lionel Messi scores with his left foot every fucking game, like yeah. hey, we gotta go, we gotta get Lionel Messi to score with his right foot. Please, today. dude. Like, every once in a while, I'll throw that in a little bit. So I just don't know how exactly. I mean, and I don't know. These guys are obviously way smarter than me. Better baseball minds. Better, you know, like just overall been around the game longer. But if you see something, looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, walks like a duck. It's a, a moose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should get it to pitch the contact. Yeah, like, please do. No fucking way. Yeah. So, I mean, man, rough six games, not skid. I mean, one, two, but two and four in the very, very. Meaningful baseball. Yeah, and in a very, very, I'm going to say this in air quotes, playoff push. Like I mean, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, fuck. Th- there's really no. I mean, technically, statistically, not out yet. But holy shit, you you come off of two pretty good wins against San Fran, who is a playoff team. Uh, I'm gonna say that, you know. So you dropped the first one in pretty pathetic fashion after getting your shit pushed in by the Mariners. 
and then get the day off and then it's like yo what the fuck dude like i think that's the frustrating part for me and i know on the last pod you said i'm a little bit um more than an average fan and that was a compliment uh, i took it as a compliment but tuning in for the rangers games or even like the houston games the the rangers games you're like what the fuck like I, like i tune in we're already five down like i get off work come home you know, whatever, take a shower. I'm like, okay, Angels game's on. I'm going to go ahead and tune in. Oh, sick, it's 5-0. <laughs> what Dude, the fuck? <laughs> so that first, the first game against Houston that Friday, we gave up, and by we, I mean Reese. <laughs> Reed gave up two home runs, I think five RBI total, to a guy that hasn't hit a home run since 2015. So sick. Just so, Just adding to highlight reels. Appreciate it. I was hitting like 185. That's going crazy. Going into the game. And then Reed just gives him fucking, I don't know what he gave him. I don't know if the guy was like, remember in uh, Space Jam when the catcher tells Michael Jordan, like, it's a curve. It's don't a curve. swing. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't swing. And Michael Jordan swings. He's like, I told you not to swing. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know if, I told you, Mike. Bro, I don't know if the catcher was like, hey, it's a fastball down the yeah, cock. Swing. Like, I don't know. I, I really. I hope you guys make playoffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Max did a tweet the other day where he was like, what if every team is cheating except us? And at this rate, I really hope that's the case because we're – it's the teams that we need to at least show up against that we look fucking feeble against. So then you're like, dude, I'm who am I kidding? Like, we're not. At this rate, the way we're fucking moving about right now, we're not a playoff team. No. And it's hard because we we – I mean, granted, we dumped our, our two and three prospects. You know, they were probably, like, maybe number 60 and number, like, 200 in, in MLB. But they were our two and three from, like, a weak farm system. But we dumped them to get Giolito and uh, Lopez from the White Sox. Giolito has come over and just looked like fucking – Jugs machine. Yeah, dude. I mean, well, if you're fucking 6'6", six, six, fucking 250, throwing fucking heat. Down the I mean, dick. Yeah, he, yeah. But he's just like, he's been getting shelled, and, and I don't even know. Like, that was supposed to be our big acquisition. That was going to be the guy. Oh, shit, what if we re-sign him after the season? I know Giving him his flowers rental. last week, too. You're just like. I know. Yeah. We were like, oh, this could be the guy, you know. Yeah. Just comes up and gets fucking cooked by, by Texas, and. Look, I, I'm going to be the first one to say we've been through some shit with this team. We, as a podcast, as a friend group, as a collective, you know, as as Anaheim residents, we have been through the ringer with this team. And it's not to say, like, I'm turning my back on it. I'll never fucking turn my back. This team Can't, could be, yeah. it could be the Oakland A's, 29, fucking 103, whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> but, like, poor guys. You can't sit here and tell me this team is has performed to their standards, you know. And a lot of people you get on Twitter, it's it's a wild place. And and I go on there just kind of. I've been off a few days. I don't think I've really tweeted much about them for like the last three days, with the exception of that read tweet. But you get on there, and there's people like, "Fuck this! I'm never watching a game again." Until, it's tough until I mean, Artie is fucking gone or something. Exactly. You know? I mean, and obviously, like, I don't know if necessarily Artie's a problem, but the cons- I think it's consistency more so that, 
you know, the well, just the, you know, the average, you know, fan or whatever that's tuning in for the games. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, they're they're looking good coming off that San Francisco, you know, three-game series. You're like, okay, we're still in, we're still in. And then we fucking just, the fact that Texas and California football doesn't translate to ca- Texas and California baseball Dude. genuinely pisses me off because we always rock Texas. But this is definitely not the fucking case. I just, I want to know how... Because you just said, like, I don't know if Artie's a problem. And I kind of struggle with that, too, to a degree. Because I'm like, okay, Artie, what has Artie done? You know, I look, I go down the list. And, you know, it's like, he spent a lot of money in, like, hindsight 2020, like, stupid places. And he, he's had some historically fucking bad contracts. I'm a st- I'll stand on that. Rendon. But then <laughs> Rendon, <laughs> fucking Vernon Wells, Josh Hamilton, like yeah. Pujols, historically bad, right? But you also kind of sit there and you're like, I mean, fuck, was he doing what he thought was best? Like You, you kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt because you sit, you hope that he sits in a room full of people that are smarter than him. What's that yeah. saying? There's like a saying. No, yes, man. Yeah, no, yes, man, but, like, there's a saying where it's, like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. You're in the wrong room, yeah. So so that's kind of how I I would hope that my GM of the team that I'll die for goes about his business. But in this world, in this space, you've seen a lot of guys that definitely think they're the smartest guy in the room. They definitely, they have the most money, so they think they've, Clearly, to that point, they've made the best decisions financially, but they think they just know shit. They think they know ball, for lack of a better mm. term, you know? And I just hope that Artie, I don't know, he kind of gives way to people that are smarter than him, or at least that he perceives are smarter than him in, in these these landscapes. Do you think he's that hands-on with the picks and with the contracts. Well, obviously the contracts because it's his money, but I think from what we've seen like behind the scenes, what people have said, he's like historically too hands on. Really? That's what I I think that's, that's a general consensus. And I, I don't know for sure. I can't confirm or deny, but like we always go back to that, that trade. It it was like Renjifo. It was Renjifo. I think it's someone else for like, Jock Peterson, Ross Stripling, and someone else. I know I'm missing a few guys, but that was the gist of it. And Artie basically pulled the plug because he said the Dodgers are taking too long. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what you're like, talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck this. Yeah, like, fuck him. Yeah. Pull the plug. So you definitely can tell that he does have a hand in things. You just don't really know if, if it's like he's like a micromanager. He's like, like there's times where – there's guys on the roster. I'm not going to say names because I I don't know. You you can figure it out. But the people will say, why the fuck is this guy? Like, how is this guy still employed? Yeah. And then people will say, like, what does he have on Artie? You know? Like, yeah. yeah. What, <laughs> what does he have what on Artie? What dirt do you have on this guy? To where he still can go out there and, and say he's an angel. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it just, it is hard as a fan because you look at other very competent, like, there's another team in California, I don't know exactly which team it is, but they've won 11 in a row. Um, not going to 
not going to do any research, not going to look at who they are because we don't give a fuck. But <laughs> there's a team that has won 11 games in a row with a historically competent front office. And that team may or may not be owned by like a a group share kind of thing to where it's like multiple ownership, m- multiple pieces of ownership, you know? So I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if it's like... I heard some interesting facts this week about said team. Okay. We don't we don't know what team that is. We don't know what team that we're talking about, yeah. but said team some team in California. From what I understand that their farm system or their, you know, minor league gets treated like they're in the bigs. Like dinner and lunch provided. They're going like they get paid travel. See, and they're, that's that's one of the biggest knocks on like minor league baseball in general. Yeah, that's what I that's from that's what I understood from, you know, the story that I read yeah. and, and you know kind of watched was they treat them like you're going to be, you know, on the squad eventually. So we're going to treat you like you're on the squad. So I don't know if that's just the morale kind of thing where they're just like, all right, well, they're treating me like I'm, you know, a contributing player to, you know, this roster. I'm going to be soon. So is that like a, like I said, like a morale thing? Is it a locker room thing? Is it like I'm going to come and and ball out for these people? Because for said team, I would, you know, I just assume that they're on an even playing field as everybody else. You know, I'm super naive about it, but if you're getting treated like that from, you know, getting pulled up and you're like, hey, we're going to put you on our minor league team or we're going to fucking pay for all your stuff. We're going to pay for your room and board. You're getting fed. You're, you know, getting nice jerseys. You're getting treated like you're, you know, one of the dogs. And then it shows, you know, record-wise. And I do agree with that that sentiment in terms of them. Like, like remember in remember in high school when, like, on I'm I'm sure you did on Fridays, like football players would wear their jerseys to school, right? Uh, we had polos. Okay. Never, we never got to wear our jerseys. But like, essentially, the same concept of like, okay, so like when I was a freshman. We we had the most bullshit rundown like pathetic jerseys, but it was like, hey, the varsity wears their jerseys on Friday, mm-hmm. so you wear yours too. So it, you kind of are setting a standard at that point where it's like, okay, we're gonna kind of be the same. You want to be there one day, so you kind of have to act that way already, exactly, even yeah. though you're not there. It's, um, you're not there like, like what's the term? Uh, like physically, you're not there yet. Like you're. We're, we're kids, you know, we're mm-hmm. physically not there yet. And then, like, your your skill set's not there yet. You're not necessarily ready for this. But you're already kind of setting the foundation for you to be ready exactly. for that. Exactly, mentally eventually. prepare yourself for this. Yeah. So. Um, Nipsey, that's so funny. So uh, Nipsey Hussle's birthday just passed. And um, there's, like, obviously a bunch of quotes that everybody posts. But one of them that resonated with me is that he said, when you're moving towards a goal and you're you're, you know, on this road towards your goal – it's easier to continue moving towards your goal than turning around and going to where the, where you were before it's clo- You're closer to where you're trying to get to yeah. than you are. If you turn around and go back to where you were kind of a thing. It's like those, those memes of the little, it's like a cartoon and it's like the little guy digging and he's like just about like, it shows how far he's dug. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck this. Like he's giving up. And then like the, the, one dime, stroke. the diamond is right on the, it's right side. on the other side. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, does that translate to the fucking angels baseball? I have no fucking idea. I don't, well, <laughs> I don't I know mean, what the answer is. I think it translates to like the fan base. Cause it's like, bro, you go on Twitter and, and I'm pretty, 
Max is more in this shit than me, but like I try to keep up with it as much as I can. And like there's people on Twitter that are like, don't get me wrong. This shit makes or breaks my day. Like Mm -hmm. we get fucking stomped out 11 to three. Hey, don't talk to me. Please don't. Then I also have like this little fucking kid that's crying that relies on me. You know, I have like, I have other shit. There's people counting on me. (laughs) Well, I have other shit that kind of like for better, for worse distracts me from this shit but there are people that like you wake up in the morning the only thing that you want to do is watch angels baseball and then like for them to come out and do half the shit that they do you kind of like i don't know it's demoralizing but then you also are like okay cool we sold at the deadline i mean uh we bought at the deadline Mm -hmm. a lot of people wanted us to sell and then we i think we're league worst since the deadline i think six and 13 so then that leads you to like cool we're fucked now how fucked are we going gonna get, forward yeah how, re, how fucked we're we gonna get and baseball is probably the only sport I, I don't know if i don't know much about hockey how like future stuff works but like in, even in the nba like you can get a undrafted guy out of left field and he's a hooper you know yeah. like football like you you can like the jags last year the jags went worse to first in the division you know, and like baseball just isn't really like that unless you're like the Orioles where every single thing pans out for us. It's like as, as the pessimistic glass half full guy, which I'm, I mean, glass half empty guy, which I usually am not like how fucked are we, you know, like, I'll be the first one riding that fucking parade down Cotella if we somehow make the playoffs and make a run, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. As it stands, 60 and 62, 40 games left. I mean. I think being below 500 is, I think, where the depression, for lack of better words, depression is a big word and, you know, it's a, it's a fucking trigger word or whatever. But I think for me, at least, that's where it stands is when I wake up and I see – Oh, sick. We're below 500. Like, all right. And then you listen to the broadcast and they're like, the Angels win. And they're like, this is the 67th time they've been 500 this year. And you're like, dude, that's too many fucking times. Damn it. Like, how, how, how is that even possible? Yeah. So, I mean, bro, I'm going to sit here every week, watch this team. I'm going to sit here every day, go on this little bird app. Do as much as I can. X app. X app, sorry. Go on this app. And, <laughs> I mean, do what I can in terms of morale, be supportive. But then, I mean, at some point you have to kind of – and it's not there yet. Statistically, I mean, I'm still going to root for them. Yeah, I mean, with the the game's coming, obviously, you know, Tampa Bay is going to be a little bit of a – I guess, can we come out of this? Hey, great segue there. Hey, man. But, like, Tampa Bay, like, okay, that could be, like, okay, fuck, like – if we come out, you know, two and one against Tampa. Great segue. Who's more fucked, us or Wander Franco? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm but sorry. then, I mean, then after that, it's Cincy, and then we got the fucking Mets. So, like, can can we pull out of this? You know, this hole. Can we go on it? Like, if we go two and one against Tampa, right? Can't say pull out to me. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pull a game week over here yeah, yeah, on the other side of this sorry, table. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe that's just we're you know we're down in the dumps now because we went. We already said about we. I mean, said about it. We talked about it last week. Like we're gonna we're going through some meaningful baseball for the next six games. You can argue the last six games that we just played were like the biggest games of the season. Easily, yeah. I mean, they they definitely meant the most. So, you know, like a going bag of fucking trips. two and four. So let's say for the next six we go fucking four and two. We flip it upside down. Do we feel better after that? I'm not even trying to be like funny, hyperbolic. We have to go on like a 15 game win streak. Fuck. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Because we play the lotto now. Because think about it, we go four and two. We're at 500. Fuck, that's true. And you mathing say, the math the math is mathing right yeah, now. Yeah, so you say, damn, we go four and two. Oh yeah, that's a great six games like, no. stretch, you know. But like we put ourselves in such a hole that, hey, congrats, you went four and two. You went two and four last six, and then you went one and five before that, and then you went three and three before that. So mm. you're just you're fighting an uphill battle. So C average, bro. It's it's, le- it's like worse than that. Yeah. And then you have teams like Seattle who we, I mean, I'm gonna say myself too. Like we were shitting on them because that team was like before the season they were like, oh, America's team, team of destiny, and they went through that little skid. Like I think going into the All Star break. Like, ah, oh, you guys are fucking losers, like fucking clowns. Get the fuck out of my face. And they've just been ripping it, dude. I think the hardest thing for me is like the other sports podcasts that I listen to recognize the Angels this season. And obviously, it's for Otani and then the notoriety that comes with the, the roster that we have. But hearing people that have no idea what Angel baseball is or was or will be. But the fact that it's a talking point for them and they just talk about how shitty we've historically been, it's bad. And I'll be honest, the Angels as a whole, as a collective, historically, I mean, since 20, let's give them since 20, I mean, just for argument's sake, since 2014 for sure. But like even since 2005 when we would get smoked by the Red Sox like in the playoffs. Sick. Been historically bad. Like, it's been... What happened? Well, uh, <laughs> some people say the, the Indian burial ground things. Some people oh, yeah. say, like, already sold whatever. There's a lot of conspiracies. Go look for yourself. I'm not going to be the conspiracy guy because... We're in the day and age. You <laughs> can find it. Because I ran out of aluminum foil, but... Yeah. um, There's a lot of reasons why people think, like, what's the biggest what if in sports? Like, what if Garrett... Richards never broke his ankle in Boston, you know, like, (laughs) what if, blah, blah, blah. So, I think we are just kind of, and it sucks as a fan base, we're conditioned to just get fucking beaten down on, but it does suck getting shit on on a, like, national level. You have these big podcasts that have the angels sucking in their title, yeah, you know, like it's tough. maybe one of the people that is on this podcast goes on that podcast, oh. and talks, and like the title says pew, Angels, pew, pew. Angels abysmal playoff odds. I don't know who Shots that fire. is, but it's a talking point. And I mean, at this level, at this rate, it should be. You know, like at, at this point in time, we have definitely not helped ourselves out at all. We have not. I mean, we bought, we quote unquote bought at the deadline, and we bought a bunch of guys that are coming in making us worse at this moment. I don't think they're <laughs> they're worse players, but, like, Giolito has, like, an 8 ERA since joining us, you know? Vibes are so high. 
at that purchase date, like or at the deadline. Bro, we and and, and it was like commendable. It was like, oh fuck, well we're doing this. Even if we don't win, like they're trying, you know. Mm-hmm. Nineteen games later, six and thirteen. Like, who would have fucking thought that? Like, hey, not me. Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought? Yeah, not, not me. me. So, I just don't really know if you. Okay, I, I'm gonna say this. If you are a fan, I said like I sounded like fucking Soldier Boy. If you, you do, if you are a fan that comes to the game or sits in front of your TV every day, streams from your phone, looks on your computer, whatever you do, however you consume Angels baseball, if you go to that consumption point every single day and you're like, "All right, boys, come on, we got this, let's get them." Mm-hmm. I fucking commend you. Like, you're a better man, woman. Like, you're a better person than me, you know? Like, because I'll be honest. The last six games, first two in each series, first two fucking dog walked us. So you end up saying, like, well, hope we don't get swept, you know? (laughs) Hope we don't get – that's the fucking – that's the silver lining. Hope we don't get swept. It's it's like battered spouse syndrome. Like That's tough, yeah. You're just like, oh, I hope – I hope today wasn't a bad day at work. Like, because you, I mean, you watch this fucking shit. team, and you're like, oh, all right, two zero, ah, nah, not the end of the world. Four zero, ah, fuck, gonna be tough. Seven zero, and you're like, six, six, six. Do you right. think so? Now that I'm, I all right, tomorrow. Fucking, yeah, maybe tomorrow. But also, giving them a little credit. Do you think it might have been the Texas Heat that was just unbearable given it's hot right here in Southern California, but in Houston in wherever the fuck the Rangers play, which is like near Dallas, that Texas heat's different. Okay. I would, I would agree. And and I'm, I'm a big silver lining guy. Like kind of like what you're saying right now, but it's like, if you're a big fan of a team, right. And you know, that the team is staying at the same hotel as their opponent. And you go and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck the other team. I'm going to pull the fire alarm so they can't fucking sleep, right? You pull the fire alarm, and then you're like, hey, motherfucker, my team can't sleep either. (laughs) So that's where I'm kind of like, the heat, yeah, it could have been fucking hot. I think Houston is, actually, they both have retractable Caps. I think Texas definitely does. But you have to down there, dude. Texas heat's different. But I just think, like, if it was affecting us, it would have to affect them. Like, it it's, can't be fun playing in heat regardless. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I would love for us to have a cop-out. <laughs> Please. For uh, I would love for us to have a reason why we got clapped 11-3 two days in a row. Bro, the last... Okay, I'm going to do a quick little fucking bro math. Ready? On this six-game fucking... I'm going to call it a skid. We won two games, still a skid. On this six-game skid, we were outscored. Here we go. 42 to 42 to 11. Math checks out. In In six games. Jesus, man. So I mean, so, uh, <laughs> we were talking. <laughs> what about, the fuck? We were talking about that run differential shit in the it's beginning of the season. Football score because it's kind of fun to look at the run differential. Like, yeah, I was actually gonna. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about yeah, that. Yeah, kind of well, just like as, that as you yeah. go, like you, you, it's fun to see it because you're like, 
like, oh, well, I mean, we, we can't be that bad, right? Like, you, you look at other teams with their run differential, and it's, like, comparable to you. So, you're, like, like checking your bank account after a night out. Yeah, you, like, if your can't friend is, like, oh, I spent 200 and you're, like, oh, I spent 250 Like, it's not that bad. It's worse. Yeah, so then you're, <laughs> like, you're, like, all right, cool. Uh, we can figure this out. Um, fuck, and I just forgot how to use the fucking internet right now. But our run differential is minus 18. So, regardless how much we've won, lost, you know, like, we're two games under 500. Our run differential is minus 18, and then Seattle is somehow at a fucking plus 62. Damn. Dude, I keep looking at that 0.8% playoff. playoff I forgot what game I was watching. I think it was um, Tuesday. Um... I think I said in the text, I was like, yo, is Shohei fucking rattled right now? Like, what the fuck is going on? Shohei being a fuck? I think he had first and second. I forgot who was on. I should probably know that. But first and second swings at two of the most wild fucking pitches. I think that was the... And then goes down on the fucking... Down the pipe. I I think that was a 7-3 game. Anyways. I'll just go ahead and add, add to that. That added to that number. Yeah, I think we're we're definitely in those dog days, like the the days where you start looking forward to football season. Uh, and you know what's crazy? Like, so on that it was the fourteenth. So then that was Monday. So I'm looking at that. I think that was the Monday game, if I'm not mistaken, that you're talking about. But that Monday game, this guy on Twitter, he he was like, "Yo, lock of the century." Angels, Rangers, over, what was the over, under, eight and a half. He was like, lock of the century, Angels, Rangers, oh no, it was nine and a half. Lock of the century, Angels, Rangers, over nine and a half. That was Monday? Yeah, Monday. Congratulations. So then, it goes like, four zero early. And you're like, all right, and as like a reformed better, you're looking at it and you're like, Four zero early, uh, yeah, it probably will hit. Like, you need the other team to give you like two, two, three runs, and you're sitting pretty, right? Twelve zero. Twelve zero. So, hey, it hit, dude. So, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't ever say that again about this fucking. Oh uh, god, please. And it was like, it was like Marcus Simeon in the seventh inning, two run or three run home run, makes it nine zero. Like, it, it's just. It's the kind of shit that you're like, bro, I can't, like, you can't make this up. You can't, as a team, you can't sit there and be like, hey, boys, let's get them tomorrow. Like, you just got fucking cooked. You go back to that hotel room, you sit there, and you just look in the mirror, and you're like, am I a man or a mouse? Fuck. You just, there's no moving from this point. You're at a low, low right now. But. Who found low? On a happy note, Shohei Otani hit his AL leading 42nd home run of the year. He's mm. now one behind Matt Olsen. Didn't that shit go for like 434? So you're talking about the one where he flipped his fucking cap yeah, back? Or his, or his helmet fell off? Yeah. yeah. Smokes that one. Hits it to the moon. He is currently the leading the AL in home runs. And he's not quite on triple crown uh, watch anymore. But he's... So he has 42 home runs. That's like far and away leading the AL because next guy is Luis Robert, 32. 
And then he has, I think he has 80. Sorry, this is like both leagues. So if we're going just AL for a triple crown. He has 85 RBI. Kyle Tucker's leading with 92. So that's still pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. And then you go average. And Bo Bichette, I guess, wasn't hurt long enough to be, like, taken out of the contention. So it's Yandy Diaz, 322. Bo Bichette, 321. And then Shohei's at 306. So it would have to be – these guys would both have to go, like, 0 for 50 for Shohei to catch him. But – I mean, it can we could see, happen with this team's pitiful performance? Could we do like a double crown? Like I don't know, give us one fucking award. I mean, Shohei's clearly MVP, but it's not helping. Adding to his resume of like this is an even better season than his MVP campaign, and we're still not making it. Like, and it's I don't know if Trout is. I probably should have looked coming that back, up a isn't bit. he, bro? Like, but how many fucking weeks have been we fucking waiting for this dude? But at this point, like. Come back for what? You know, like yeah, I come back for... I mean, fuck, bro. Like, Just fucking come back. Like, give us something. Give us some fucking hope. Like, give us... Give us fucking something. If you're going to fucking... At least finish the season, man. Like, I don't fucking know. Well, so speaking of Shohei and, like, talking about, you know, him being obviously MVP and whatnot. You saw the evaluation. The evaluation that came out. It looks 700 mil or something. Seven... 89.7 yeah, bro, that's insane. Over a 12, for a 12-year contract. That's the evaluation. I don't know who the fuck did that math. I don't know who fucking put that together. That is wild. If somebody pays fucking $790 million for show, hey, bro, you deserve him. Please. Like, I hope he does better over there. I don't think anybody could have ever... Like, you can't even dream up how good he would be from both sides of the plate. I think when he first got here and people were like, all right, I mean, how good can he really be? Yeah. Like, there's a there's a f- historic Dodgers, I don't know who the fuck said it, some dork-ass Dodgers account, but Shohei was, like, they're sitting in the club level and they, they take a picture of Shohei and they're like, whoo, Otani dodged that one because he was, like, linked to the Dodgers, right? Mm-hmm. And you look back, and you're like, I mean, you just couldn't be more off. You couldn't be dumber. And so people, whenever the Angels, like, whenever Otani does something crazy, right, and then people say, like, oh, future Dodger, they just bring up that tweet. They're like, oh, oh yeah, dodge that one. Yeah, but now yeah. you fucking want him. Yeah, exactly. Dude. So he clearly has, I mean, football, almost football season, he's outkicked his coverage in terms of, like, what he can and can't do. Like, he's, if they ask him, hey, we need you to start the game, and we need you to hit a home run, and we need you to play right field, and then we need you to drag the field after the game, and then make sure you turn the sprinklers on. Like, he would do that all with flying colors. You'd be like, oh, that's it? All right, for sure. Yeah, so it's, I don't know, that's dude. It's, it's crazy because as a fan, and most fans are kind of like us where you don't really know the intricacies of the money and the the bullshit of like salary cab and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you and I are both like, how much are they going to pay him? Okay. Can we afford it? Yes. No. Like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. We can afford it. Oh, yeah. Sign him. Please sign him. Please yeah. Just throw all them. Give him a billion. Fuck it. Just throw the billion. Throw the, bro. Oh, hey, you have stock in the angels. Imagine they offer him stock in the angels and he's like, 
no. <laughs> I'm good. He's going to be like, fuck it, like we did the fucking uh, reference to Wolf of Wall Street, the penny stocks. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, I can buy 3,000 penny stocks for the Angels, and this shit's never going to turn. He's like, hey, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. But I think we kind of are at a – we're definitely at like a standstill with this team because, I mean, if, if you guys hadn't heard enough – we went to Houston after that nice little two-game stretch against San Fran. Went to Houston, 11-3 Friday. Reed got smoked, gave up seven. Uh, I think he gave up seven. Verlander just kind of did Verlander shit. And then next day, 11-3 again, Tyler Anderson is just, okay, hear me out. He's 5-4. and four. He should be like 1-9. Because I don't know how. I don't know. He, he gets like a lot of run support or something. Yeah. He's five and four. Um, next day, Angels ace. Everybody knew about him. Chase Silseth. A dog comes out. Scrape, uh, helps us scrape by. Two and one. Or a two to one to get the last game of that series. To go one and two against Houston. Mm-hmm. We go down the road to Texas. Just talked about that game. 12-0. Just fucking... Sandoval and dude, we've been talking about Sandoval so much. Like, I'm good on that, bro. I love the guy. Probably most handsome guy on our team. Objectively cool guy. You would see like the clips of him and Suarez fucking around Spanish. Like they're, he's friends with Latani. You know, like he seems like a sick ass hang. Also hangs the curveball a little too much. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, it just gets cooked. Hit it. Hit it. Just gets fucking. Yeah wrecked gives up so many walks and 12-0 uh and then Scherzer I mean Scherzer struck out like 15 that day so that was not great and then next day 7-3 um Jordan Montgomery their their acquisition trade deadline acquisition comes out and does his thing and then our trade deadline acquisition comes out and gets shelled Giolito and then uh Reed uh, Wednesday, two to zero takes a no no into the seventh. Seven what was it seven and a third or one third or something like that? Yeah, so like he takes a no no and gets he gives up a hit, and then I think like they bring in Ronaldo Lopez. Getting those fucking notifications on your phone because I I was like I can't I can't watch and once I got that notification that Reed was going into a no hitter I was like don't even fucking change it to that channel. Some some people were saying Halo Weezy was at fault. Oh. Is this a conspiracy? He tweeted. He was like, oh, nice. Reed's taking the no-no into the seventh. And then... Yo. Bink. No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't know how you can justify that. That's the same pitcher that gave up seven against Houston. Yeah. So we're kind of at a at a pretty low point. I would say objectively lowest point of this podcast this season. Um. Okay, so there's something I wanted to talk about that I'm oblivious to. I did not know that this guy was this cool. I know we, well, I mean, not me. I'm, this is my second time on this fucking pod, but Rendon's alphabet party. Did you know about this? Mm-hmm. What? What? Oh, we're I knew, yawning. It's, I knew they had it's fucking 1230 in the morning right now. We, we said we were going to start recording at 10, and then yeah. we just got on a fucking tangent and talked about real life for a little bit. We had to vent. On some broness. But okay, so this is the first time hearing about it. So I, I knew there was an alphabet party. I didn't know it was Rendon's, though. 
So from what I understand, it was Rendon's. I heard his backyard's sick. I heard it's a whole fucking thing. So dude's dude's a team guy. Like, dude's fucking, he's like, I know I'm not going to play, but I want to throw a party, though. I think that might just be a flex. Like, <laughs> He's like, yo, I'm getting paid, dude. I don't dudes. have to play. Yeah. I'm still getting this bread. I know you guys are tired, but I'm going to go have a party at my house if you guys want to pull up. Dude, there's this, oh, fuck, th- this, I think, I don't know who said it. But basically, like, so Rendon is notorious for not giving real answers. Yeah, so I've, so I've heard, so, so I've gathered. So he's notorious for not giving real answers, and then he just kind of, like, he's like, "All right, we'll talk tomorrow," and then he just doesn't show up. Or Sick. like, so I don't know if he's. I could see him being like, "Hey, come to my house for the alphabet party." They're like, hey, bro, we just lost 12 to 0. And he's like, yeah, I get that. He's like, yeah, but Shohei, you're B. (laughs) (laughs) So So somebody also, so fucking tangent, somebody told me, hey, uh, Rendon, by the way, like, you know you had an alphabet party? And my dumb ass thought, oh, you're talking about like an ABC party? And And I was like. Anything but. I thought it was close. I thought from from my growing up in the party scene, ABC meant anything but close. So the outfit that you wear cannot be like a t-shirt and jeans. It has to be like. I'm wearing fucking caution tape or I'm wearing even like, a, I guess toga would, would suffice. Like you're just wearing a bed sheet or like his ABC party stands for Anthony's best contract. <laughs> I got fucking paid. That's Anthony's best contract party. <laughs> that, that fucking, that makes way more sense. Such a piece of shit. That's dude. fucking crazy, dude. That's fucking wild. I just wanted to touch on that. That's a, that sounded super cool. Like it does sound cool. But it, was, it would be a lot cooler if he had this party and he was contributing to the team. And he was fucking balling out on the note. So coming off of the injured list, uh, I know Trout's on his way back, supposedly. Neto. Neto, and then there's no, there's somebody else. Oh Hoppy. Oh Hoppy. Yeah. Oh Hoppy's coming back. And those are all three allegedly. Um, all like kind of soon ish, mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Uh, Ohapi, Ohapi had a pretty distinct timetable from the jump. Trout's was a little vaguer in terms of like surgery. We'll see how the surgery goes. We'll see how he progresses and how he responds to it. How often he wants to golf? Yeah, how often he wants to go hang out with Tiger Woods. And, um, <laughs> and then Nettos was the one that was a little more gray area, I believe, because it kind of was a it, it was just like a strain, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, like by all accounts, so Ohapi is in Salt Lake, which is AAA, um, f- on a rehab assignment. And then he, he kind of. Wait, what happened? I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and oh, Carlos yeah, is yeah. gonna keep no, talking because yeah. we're not pausing this. No, no, it's okay. Um, Ohapi went to Salt Lake on a rehab assignment, so he's there now, I think. So that, he's close. Um, Trout is... I think Trout is kind of vague, too. So he's just sort of... We're just, like, hoping for whenever he can. And then you have... Neto, who had that strain, and he got placed on the list at... In the 4th. He got placed on the ten days. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much up. So if you are still actively rooting for this team, which many of you are, I, I'm kind of like, I am, but 
Max is really good about tweeting the LTBU lowercase and like LTBU but sad or, or lowercase because we're sad. <coughs> so that's kind of how we are. We're like in this weird, I don't know. It, it's it shouldn't be weird. It's not foreign to us because we've kind of been doing it every year. But we're in this weird like, do we care up until they are officially out? Or, like, what do we do? Do we just... A lot of people have been boycotting, saying, fuck this, fuck the team. And it's hard to... It's hard to knock that, you know? It's hard to be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you're a shitty fan. Like, no, you... Everybody's kind of entitled to feel how they want to feel. And if that's how they respond to years of shitty play, years of shitty, I don't know, managing, you can go top down, you know, front office. I don't know. It's It's hard. Because you can't, especially as coming from someone that does the Angels podcast, it's not easy to root for this team, not easy to prepare for, like, a shitty go-around. And that's essentially where we are. So, uh, Was that my fault? Huh? Was that my fault, the notification? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's your Twisted fault T's got me, dude. It's your fault that the Angels fucking suck, it, it, I mean, it probably is my fucking fault, dude. I feel, I mean, like, notoriously, for everybody that's listening i.e. pma barber studio aka michael alvarez <laughs> i am the jinx put him in a fucking put him in the closet put him in a bathroom ah, dude, we, it's tough i thought i broke that i'm not gonna lie i thought the the effort of going to these homestands which we got six homestands coming up or six games and two homestands coming up oh yeah and then uh if you listen to last week that Scrapped. B- that fucking tailgate is canceled. Scrapped, dude. dude. If anybody was looking forward to seeing us on Saturday, you, not you really happening. Want, if you really want to do this tailgate, just come to my house or something. Yeah, please, dude. We'll set it up literally anywhere else. But it's been hot as... Dick. Dick. I was, I was trying to find a better word, but it's been hot as dick lately. And we're, we're blessed and spoiled also living in Southern California. So fucking it being 98 degrees outside... And stand or being at a game at, you know, what, what was the game going to start at six o'clock? So we're going to be yeah, out, out under the A hot. at three. Miserables, no thanks. But we'll uh, we'll find another way to celebrate Carl for his dirty thirty. I hope everybody oh. you know send him his flowers and his love on Tuesday. Nobody said happy birthday to me. Yeah, well, actually, there's a specific couple people that <laughs> didn't say happy birthday. So oh, you yeah. know who you are. Bro, hey, I'm I'm one of those people that like. If you didn't say happy birthday to me, I remember, and then I don't tell you. Happy and I'm not telling you happy yeah. birthday. Hey, that's that's real. Do you remember growing up, getting those? I don't. Know, I mean, like text. I think, I think texting for us in our generation was relative, not new, but was a like a new luxury growing up or whatever. Yeah, for most of these kids, they just kind of they're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'll text you. Yeah, unlimited text has not always been a fucking thing, kids. So dude, I used to just play Snake and like, <laughs> yeah, that was the breaker. game, dude. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, so we'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, I think you know, speaking this into reality, I think that we'll probably end up going to one of these home games at some point. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be against Cincy or against Tampa, but and tomorrow sounds kind of fun to go to. Tomorrow, I'm I'm yeah. out of commission for tomorrow. I have some responsibilities Good for this weekend. Um, so since he looks a little bit better to me, Monday through Wednesday. Um, I just hate going and having fun at a game. On a weekday. And then like, hey, have fun, wake up at fucking 5.30. 5 in the morning. 
To go to the gym, obviously. No, fuck that. Actually, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. We're back. We're back. Um, but yeah, since on that note, uh, to put a bow on the baseball talk, we do have. So when this drops, it'll be Friday, the 18th. So we have three at home against Tampa. You have Anderson versus Ramirez on Friday. You have Silseth versus Eflin on Saturday. And then you have Sandoval versus Glasnow, which that's Glasnow is just a demon. Um, and then we have three at home versus Cincy. Giolito versus Ashcraft on Monday. Reed versus Abbott on Tuesday. And then Otani versus TBD on Wednesday. So <laughs> I really hate to be that guy, but I would... Definitely suggest just as the season gets closer and it kind of dwindles down and then, like, you don't really know if they're considering shutting him down. Go see Otani pitch. Please. Before, I don't want to say the words, but go see Otani pitch before it's blank, blank, you know? Yes. Um, It's really cool to see in person if you never have he definitely attracts a bigger crowd Mm -hmm. and you kind of as a fan go into those games with like a a little pep in your step like oh yeah yeah yeah, we got Shohei on the mound today let's go let's ride so um maybe if if you are if you have a flexible schedule you don't work like a traditional nine to five and you can make that Wednesday 107 game with Shohei on the bound for sure do that but yeah otherwise um, the biggest baseball news, excuse me, I don't want to touch on it too much because, and I probably shouldn't have even fucking, I probably shouldn't have mentioned it, but we're playing the Rays tomorrow, so it kind of feels weird not to, um, Wander Franco might never play a game of baseball again, according to like people close to the situation. Um, I, I don't really... I do know some of this, like, just from what I've read, some of the crazier sort of, like, shit that's been posted on Twitter. But, yeah, um, per some people close to him, close to his camp, close to the team, there's a very good chance that Wander Franco, maybe the one of the top three best young shortstops in the game, is, like, never going to play again. So... If you don't know about that, please look into that. Just for your own knowledge, not for... Yeah, I got to look into that. And yeah, yeah, we can talk after, but it's pretty fucking crazy. If everything that's true, if everything that's said is true, it's fucking outrageous. He's like, bad guy. Bad guy? Yeah, um, but... Yep, definitely looking into that. I mean, I, I, I don't want to like cast or past judgment and, like, cast blame onto him if this shit's not true or whatever. But, like, if it's true, it's fucking insane. And, like, yeah, he can never play again. So there's that. Um, And then, I don't know, uh, just kind of final thoughts. It's almost football season. A lot of people on Angel's Twitter have been like, yeah, fuck this. My football team's going to ball anyway. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. It's kind of a fun way. Mine to actually is going to ball. I mean, I, I think the Lions will too, but. Yeah, mine has some. Saints are taking the NFC South too. Some like, high expectations. Uh, you and I are kind of both in similar spots where yeah. you're Saints fan, I'm a Lions fan, and our divisions are both kind of like seeming like they're in regression. Mm. Uh, like you have, you essentially have like, 
three rookie quarterbacks. Essentially, we got Baker, we got Bryce, yeah, Baker or Trask or Trask, and we got Bryce, you have Bryce, and then you have um, uh, Desmond, uh, De- Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, yeah. So Desmond Ritter, yeah, he played a little last year. Baker first year on the team, or it could be Kyle Trask. It's probably going to be Baker, but like if it's Trask, Ritter, um, Bryce Young. That's three rookie quarterbacks. That's wild. Yeah, I know. You it's know, crazy. So. And then the person that I'm most worried about is Bryce, which is the wildest thing. I, I've been hearing so many people like talk about him, and obviously he's the number one fucking pick overall. Um, and the I feel like the podcast that, or not just podcast, but just the, the you know, quote-unquote fucking experts about this shit, not realizing that he came from the number one high school in the country. Yeah. number one college in the country and now he's in the NFL like what makes you think that he's not going to be fucking good because he's already he's been an NFL player since he was fucking 16 years old my only thing that I have a, a slight I don't want to say concern it it's more so like uh like remember when you would see those things with it was specifically the Cleveland Browns it was probably I think when they went 0-16 um what, like 2018 or something mm-hmm. you would see those things where it's like could Alabama beat the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, the know? worst NFL team against some, Alabama. Some people will be like, yeah, Alabama run through them, like blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say on record right now, the worst NFL team in history, which is either record-wise, either the 2008 Detroit Lions or the, I think, 2018, maybe 2017 Cleveland Browns, 0-16, both of those teams would dog walk the greatest college football team of all time. Literal professional athletes. Bro, you have to fucking remember that. And they, every player on these NFL teams was the best player the guy. at their college. The guy. Like, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, this guy was kind of good. Like, No. There's a reason why he's getting paid to play football. It's weird because I watched that, and I know I'm super fucking late. But I finally watched that Manti Teo documentary today, and I forgot that, like, Romeo Aquara, mm-hmm. who was a player on my Detroit Lions, was on those teams with Manti, and he was, like, I don't know, he was, like, a second, third string guy, and he's, like, a, like a fringe starter in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, you're telling yeah. me that some of these fucking clowns on – these Alabama teams, are, those guys will get fucking wrecked. The Bama dynasty, and then there's all there's a stat that went out that Bama has like 73 active starters in the NFL right now. Yeah. Given awesome fucking program, yeah, yeah. all praise to the fucking god Nick Saban. Get it? But yeah, that that argument, I, I don't think that's necessarily people that understand football that are making that argument. You know what I mean? They just assume that they're so good that they can go in the NFL as an you know, 11 on offense, 11 on defense kind of shit, and then fucking go play or whatever. They kind of just want a, a talking point or something. Yeah. And speaking of the Matateo um, fucking documentary, that kind of blends into the most recent Gen, uh, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, we kind of mentioned it last night. Yeah. Or, I mean, last episode. Oh, right? Yeah, it kind of blended into that. So when they were both on that Heisman run. But wild, yeah, bro, wild remembering and, like, reliving those times where – Notre Dame football, uh, Texas A&M football were like fucking must watch. Gotta watch this guy. Fucking Literally play. every single Saturday. Every you Saturday, like this. you know, something might happen, and you're gonna go to school on Monday and gotta see watch this. Like, yeah, I know what happened. You fucking you idiot. fucking loser. Not even a football fan. So, 
Um, just a, a quick little wrap up before we get the fuck out of here. We've already kind of gone a little longer than I had anticipated, but I mean, whatever it is, what it is. Um, Lance Lynn got traded to the Dodgers at the deadline. And he's just been on sicko mode, and it's insane because with the White Sox, he was just like a fucking pitching machine. And I don't know, it kind of makes me wonder what's going on there. Today he went seven innings, four hits, zero earned runs. Sick. And so I'm kind of like, mm, something fishy going on for mm-hmm. what, what would it like? Would it, you have to make a movie about it if the Dodgers their fan base complained so much about the Astros cheating and then they just did it too. Like, <laughs> hey, it would have to that's be something movie, to look right? into, right? It would have to be like a movie yeah. or something, right? Yeah. It would be like fucking Moneyball Part 2, but like yeah. the opposite. Um, And then another little nugget, the Cardinals are calling up Mason Wynn, so people in like the the card game, card industry, um, the hobby, You've probably seen that guy around all the time. He's he looks the part, you know. I always like seeing swaggy guys get called up. Um, but he definitely looks like he's gonna be a stud. So the Cardinals are calling him up. I don't know if they're are they mailing it in? Are they cooked or are they still in the mix? Um Oh yeah, they're definitely cooked. Oh, I mean they're nine games. Yeah. Fuck. I hate seeing teams that I'm like, are they cooked? And they're like around the same around the same games far back as we are and i'm like oh no they they're cooked and i'm like oh no we're fucking cooked too but yeah mason Wynn getting called up uh, that's gonna be a big deal to some people and then um lastly tim anderson well maybe not lastly but tim anderson did like a an apology he put an apology like on his ig basically just said like i'm i'm sorry for everything that happened sorry for my part he's currently serving a suspension if i'm not mistaken but he's like, hey, I'm really sorry what happened that night in Cleveland. Sorry to the the people that that were affected kind of thing. He's like, I'm not going to get into the stuff that was said to me by the players, but I take responsibility. So it's kind of a cool thing to see from, like, a team guy that, I mean, there's people saying Tim Anderson has had a hell of a 2023. And I agree. I mean, this guy was the face of the franchise at one point, and – him to kind of fall as far as he has it does suck but yeah i mean i liked it we talked about how how it was fun to see a fight but i'm sure i just get rocked that's just face value you know he probably was like oh this is a fucking nightmare but i don't know do you have anything i I did i was gonna talk about football a little bit but i mean i wanted to We we were talking earlier about how the eagles and the browns game today ended in a tie it was wild. There was a player that got hurt today, and I'm, I feel so bad for not remembering his name. Second half, I think it was the fourth quarter, it was a receiver that went up for a ball, and he landed on his neck or his head. And uh, anyways, whoever that was, and I'm I'm horrible for not remembering the name, but I uh, hope that dude's all right. He got carted off, didn't look too good. But, um, yeah, I hope he's good. Uh, football injuries are gnarly. I know we're coming off of last year's kind of, you know, shock from what happened to DeMar Hamlin and everything. But Yeah, that was crazy. Um, you know, never want to see that. Never want to, you know, watch that happen. Um, I know I'm, or the Saints, are playing in L.A. this weekend on Sunday against the Chargers for preseason. 
at four o'clock. Um, multiple people that told me they were down have since backed out. So thanks for that. I can't go to a game by myself. I can, but I won't because it's preseason. Saints are coming back into town for our uh, Christmas weekend, I guess. I think it's the 21st. It's a Thursday game against the Rams. I'll definitely be there. Um, I'm ready for football, dude, honestly. I've I've tried to ride with the Angels as much as I possibly could. But, you know, football's the football has my heart. It's the first love. So as soon as that kickoff on, what day is it? January, or sorry, September 7th? Thursday? It's your guys' Lions Chief? I thought it was 13th. Is it 13th? No, I think it's the 7th. Because, no, the 11th is, um, or the 10th is the first Sunday. So it has to be the 7th, right? September 9th, 8th, 7th, yeah. Yeah, 7th, probably. Um, Counting the days, dude. Well, I last thing I want to talk about, um, Christopher Morrell for the Cubs hit a walk-off jack. Team was down three to one, bottom Oof. nine. Comes up, hits a three-run bomb. He just loses his fucking mind rounding the bases, just goes sicko mode, throws his helmet off, rounding third, takes his jersey off. Whoa. And he's just hype, you know, just going crazy. And the things that I would give to feel that, like whatever the people were feeling mm. in that stadium. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because we saw, and also watching the video right now, he's fucking jacked. <laughs> Objectively <Properly> handsome <laughs> guy, jacked as fuck. But we welcomed the Cubs into town and we rocked their shit. Mm-hmm. And we're like, this do you remember that? This sweep the yeah, Cubbies. Like this dog shit team. We were <laughs> yeah. at the sweep. Yeah, yeah we, we were at the sweep. The last game. Yeah. And we just smoked this team and we're like, these fucking cowards, like, get the fuck out of here. They don't even belong in our fucking city, you know, in our stadium. And they currently hold the last wild card spot in the NL. So there's sweet. there's three teams tied for that last spot, but the Cubs are one of them. Awesome. So um, that's nice little reality check. And so they they currently are tied for the last uh, wild card spot, and they're two games back from the division. So everyone's talking about their second team, this and that. Max has been stroking off like four four other teams. <laughs> the Cubs are going to be my second team if really shit hits the fan. Chicago would be a cool place to go see a game. I think. Okay, so I know we've been talking about how the season is coming to an end, and we're all. Down in the dumps, let's hope this next six game stand at home is, you know, beneficial. We have forty uh, games left. We have forty games left, but we don't have many home games, which is a wild like I you know, kinda paying attention to the opportunity of if you're in the Orange County or, you know, LA area and you're not a Dodger fan. Temecula. Um, yeah, if you're in Temecula or even Indy or I'll be in Redlands tomorrow and I've seen it's Angel stuff in Redlands, I know, for work. I drive a lot, but um, yeah. So we have this, you know, six game homestand, and we don't come back home again until September seventh. Fourth. No, the fourth. Oh yeah, we are. Yep. No, just kidding. We are playing a Baltimore. Be more. Just kidding. So the. Th- but still. Yeah. So the fourth. So they're they're dwindling. So if you have the opportunity, go out and support the boys. Get out there. Um, I don't know. Please, <laughs> let's all cheer we, these guys on. All we have to do is go 30 and 10. And That's all we got to do. We're in a pretty good spot. All right. 30 and 10, you're here to hear first, folks. So, yeah, I love you guys. 
Um, thanks for riding. You're still here. I'm sure you're still here. You're fucking, you guys are riders. I hope so. I know this fucking meeting went, or like my performance on this one wasn't as electric on as as it was last week, but I mean, there wasn't wasn't much to go on. Team so. hasn't been very electric. Team hasn't been much. I, mean, I went one tall can twisted tea and uh, didn't do the trick, so. No, it's, it, it happens. You'll be back. Well, hopefully the Angels will be back. Um, Max will be back next week. Really? He's going to fucking probably complain about something else this morning. Um, still no video. Sorry, I probably should have said that at the beginning of the pod. Um, but, yeah, LTBU, episode 16. We're still here riding for the boys. Never going to stop, but, hey, throw us a bone every once in a while, Angels, you know? Please. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye. Later.